Hi, Chris Christoffi here. First episode of my podcast, Relentless, Life on Your Terms. I have a very special guest with me today, my business coach, Mr. Kevin France. Kevin France, thanks for being here. Pleasure to be here, Chris. Now, you've been my coach now for... A couple of years. A couple of years. Now, I think it was very, very important because I feel I started my business in 2005, and although my business was growing each year, I feel it reached a, <clears throat> a stage where it wasn't growing as much as I, I wanted it to, and I seeked out a coach. I think it's very important that when you do seek out a coach, you make sure that they do have the business acumen to take you to that next level. And yourself, you run a very successful consulting business in America, which I researched, and I was very grateful that you said yes to coaching me. Can I ask why? Well, because I see, you know, a lot, I see somebody that's coachable, and a lot of people are not coachable, and you are hungry to learn. And you are not uh, all about just what Chris Christoffi wants. It's what, what's going to grow my business. And so you're open to constructive criticism. You're open to, open to, to different thought patterns. And that's what's the, the power of coaching. I agree. And uh, look, I think with anyone, I, the, and I, I love old quotes, especially from Socrates, all I know is nothing. You, can't, you, you don't know it all in business. And there's always someone smarter and better than you. And I saw when I asked you a few questions about your business being in consulting that there was a lot of parallels to my existing business mm -hmm. in the sense where I know you're running a consultancy firm and you started acquiring other firms as well to expand your, your business and it's something that I'm actually actively doing now as well. Right, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you want to look at, you know, you want to try to find someone that uh, you can emulate and try to learn from their experiences. That's the best part about coaching is because you can shortcut so you, you can learn off of my mistakes, as an example, and if my mistake would take 12 months, now you just cut 12 months out of your, uh, out of your, your life and you have shortcutted this process. So I think it's, it's, it's valuable. Coaching is very valuable. I agree. And look, I've seen a massive um, increase, I guess, in my business, in my turnover, in my personal growth. My family and friends have seen it as well. But more importantly, it's a more strategic approach to how I look at business. It's um, a lot more targeted. And through my business, for those who don't know, we're in real estate, residential lending, finance, accounting, and financial planning. And my ecosystem is acquiring, and it's something you're helping with now, acquisitions of loan books, accountancy practices, and putting them in my ecosystem, which is really going to double and triple my business in the years to come. Absolutely. So, I mean, the more you can create, so you use the word ecosystem, it's a great word because the more you can bring in-house and have different profit centers that tie in to each other, that act independently and interdependently, uh, the more financially successful you'll be, the, the faster Reventown will grow. Uh, so it just made, totally makes sense. And the one thing you told me that always I pricked my ears up, I said, is make it very, very easy for people to do business with you, but extremely hard for them to disengage because you're you're providing such a good service and offering them so much value. Absolutely, and so um, uh, I'm, I'm impressed that you remember that. Is that because it's you know we make it very easy for people to do business with us, but you know we're like an octopus. We take the tentacles, just like your business. You take the tentacles and you infiltrate all these different areas into a customer, and now it's very hard for your competitors to to, to get into uh, your business or to get into my business because uh, it's not about price. It's not about uh, what the cost is, it's about the value that you bring people. And so if you can touch people from your, your clients from multiple different angles, um, now you are a valued resource. That it doesn't matter what, it's not about cost anymore. That, that, that goes out of the equation. And I think that's a good point. Cost isn't as important, I feel, as in value and convenience. So if you can provide those two points, and with anything, I think you look at three things. You look at cost, you look at service, and you look at quality. There is nothing that will provide all three. Yeah. I say to my clients, we're gonna offer you the best quality, 
and the best service, but we're not going to be the cheapest. Right. I don't think you can get all three in anything. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I mean, and and you think about any any simple uh, simple equation like a restaurant. You don't go to that restaurant uh, because it, the, something is mediocre. You go you know, because the food is good, the service is great, and 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 cost is a is is a byproduct. I mean, people will pay extraordinary amounts of money for value. And so you deliver value, focus on value, you'll get, you'll get everything else will, will fall in the line. And I look at myself as an example. I'd always pay a little bit more for convenience or value. Mm -hmm. If it's going to save me time, wouldn't you? Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's because time is money. Time is money. Time yeah. is very much, yeah. So um, what, what, what do you feel, though, and I'm happy to share this, um, what do you feel in the last two years that you've really helped me that, that for other entrepreneurs out there that can learn from my mistakes to go forward. What do you think the two, three things that you worked on with me that really, really excelled me? And then I'll share those points with you as well. So what I've noticed, uh, and we were just in another meeting and, and we were talking about this, is that um, you are a entrepreneur and you, you, you can be in 100 places at one time meaning you can be all over the board and a little, uh, I'll say ADHD, right? And so, uh, but one of the things that, you know, I've seen tremendous amount of improvement is focus and strategic thinking. And so uh, I would say that's probably one of the things that, uh, that I think you've really excelled in in the last uh, 24 months. Well, look, I thank you and I can, I, I can attribute 90, 95% of that to yourself because you told me to think a lot deeper and I was always thinking, but I was thinking more horizontal, not vertical, and just getting to the core of things. So now I think of business very differently. And, and I've said this before, I don't know for people that have heard this, whenever I have a day with you, when you're coming from America to coach me, or if it's a one hour Zoom call, it's probably the day I look forward to the most in the week or month because I'm gonna learn something and I always take something away. And it means I'm gonna be a better business operator. I'm gonna provide a better service for my clients, but I'm gonna give a better environment to my team where they can give them more opportunities. So for me, that was very, very important to see my, my team excel and provide a better service for our clients. Absolutely, and then, you know, one of the things that you implemented is uh, now Reventon has uh, really core values that you live and, and die by. You know, they're up on the wall back there and, and people know what the values are in this company and, and how you go out and build a brand, whether it's a personal brand, a corporate brand, it's all about uh, consistency. So, and, and you've done a really good job at that. Thank you, and look, I'm, I'm actually happy to say even though I was in business 12 years at the time, this is the most simplest thing that I could have had, but I didn't have my values put on the wall. I didn't have my vision and mission articulated to the point where everyone knows exactly what they are, because when they do, it's very, very easy to duplicate and emulate what they are and have a consistency of brand promise. So that's something that you did help me with, but thinking, as I said, strategically with my, with my managers, with my directors, with my team, and we're really, I always sound the precipice of something really great here at Reventon. We are about to take the market by storm and the best is yet to come. And I honestly feel with every fiber of my being, it's due to your great coaching, it's due to my mentors and people that have assisted me. But as I said, besides the fact that it's helped my business, it's something that I enjoy more than anything, spending time with you because you challenge me, you push me and you get me to see things from a different angle. And I'm very excited about the next 6, 12, 18 months and where the business is going to head because we are going to 10x this business. And Absolutely. when I remember I sent, I sent your WhatsApp saying I want to do this, this and this and you said we can do it, we just need to work hard and that's something that yeah. I think every, every great business has to work hard. There's no, there's no exception. Well, you're right. And the, I think what I see across all business sectors is you know, people do not have, you have a vision 
and a lot of leaders do not have a vision. And so if you don't have a vision, how do you know when you're going to, to reach your goals? You are very goal-driven, and, and I like very goal-driven people because uh, you can quantify that, you can measure that, and you can then achieve that. So, but if, you know, if you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you get there? And so yes. now you know how to get there. That's true. And one thing, we won't share too much, but I, I know obviously you're at a position where you could have sold your business for enough money to be able to retire, but you continue to, to want to work and push. And you have worked now for, I guess, many decades. Why did you make that decision when you could have just exited that point? You've achieved all you wanted in your career. You've done great things. You've helped so many people. What was your decision to continue? Why was that? Yeah, because this is what I love. I mean, I, I love to build businesses. I build them all over the world. Um, I am a very much uh, uh, in, the, in the people business, and so I, I just love what I do. I mean, I think if I retired, uh, I would die. I, you know what? I, I knew the answer to that question, but I asked because the reason I asked that question is because the true test, I think, to you love what you do, if you were to receive a billion dollars tomorrow, Lotto, would you go to work? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'd, I'd, make, I'd make sure it gets in wise investments. Uh, but absolutely, I go to work because, I mean, that's what stimulates the mind. And, uh, you know, we need things that always constantly push us and to, you know, we need people to push us. We need environments and circumstances to push us. You know, we need people in our lives, you know, maybe our significant others to push us. You know, I'm sure uh, Billy pushes you really hard. She too. does. And, uh, you know, I know my wife does. And so it's, it's, so it's not about the money, but it's about, you know, what we can deliver, you know, in, in our communities and, and to the world. Well, look, it's very funny because just before our, our podcast, you saw my wife give me some vitamins and stuff. So she does protect my investments. So thanks for looking after me, babe. She wants to make sure that I can go to work. I am sharp. And um, look, every good, every good um, business, every good company, has a great partnership or a great team, which I'm fortunate enough to have, and I'm sure you do as well. But going back to what we said, it is a true testament to loving what you do. There is no amount of money in the world that I could receive that I would not be here tomorrow or the next day doing what I do and trying to help as many people because helping people achieve their financial retirement is why I get out of bed. And I'm absolutely obsessed in business and helping people, and it's what a good opportunity to be able to work with something that you love so much. Well, and you know, look, you know, I, I would say too, it's, there's nothing wrong with retirement. Uh, it's just, I'm not wired that way. And so, you know, I'll probably work until, uh, until they put me in the back of a, uh, a, a back of a hearse. But, uh, you know, I, but there's, you know, a lot of people want that. And I think that's awesome. You know, they can retire, they can travel the world, they can do whatever they want to because they've worked a long time for that. So, and you help people do that. And so, um, but, you know, I'm wired, you're wired the same way as, you know, we have a very strong work ethic. We get up early in the morning. We work, we stay up until late hours of the evening. And, you know, it's, you know, I, I was, I was talking about this not too long ago is that, you know, so many people, uh, there was a study done by um, a major university, and it said that it was like 96, 97% of people will stop and give up because uh, they have been turned down, they've been rejected, uh, they've been told no so many times, and they're just like inches away from uh, success or centimeters, I guess, in your world. So they're, uh, but you know, so we don't know how close we are to success, but you know, we've been told no, no told no. I've been told no so many times. But if, if, I didn't, if I didn't have the tenacity and if I wasn't so diligent and relentless, um, there would be no way that I'd be sitting here with you today. I think no means ask again or ask later. Yeah. Keep pushing. And one Absolutely. thing that I think is important, you hear so many stories where people are just about to give up and they break through in tennis, they break through in a sport or they break through in business. I think just getting, just getting going and progression is more important than perfection. 
And for me, as you said that before, I'm wired that way. I, I don't know what quit means. I will just keep going. But for those who do want to retire and retire sooner, I admire that as well. There's no wrong or right to retiring when you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever it is. It's what makes you happy. For me, building the business, having a great family life and just growing as an individual and becoming a better version of Chris Christoph is what makes me happy. It's why I do what I do. But the beauty of it is there's no wrong or right. You might want to retire at 30 and you've sold a business for X million and you can. I say, well done and good luck to you. And as you mentioned before, you're not wired that way. I think there's no wrong or right. It's what's, what's, what makes you happy. Absolutely. It's, you know, what's in your soul? Uh, I remember I said to my wife one time, I said, you know, I think I'm going to retire. And she had this look of panic in her eye. She said, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to stay here. And she said, you're going to pace this house like a mad cat. And I would. I would have paced that house like a mad cat. And so because I like to be out working with people such as yourself, working with companies, you know, and, and expanding. And that's, that's what gets me fired up. And uh, there's nothing wrong that, that, that there may be a time, maybe it's five years from now, maybe it's 15 years from now that I'm going to just uh, travel the world. And uh, and 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 uh, and do that, but that's okay. Did she give you a vitamins and send you to work? Uh, no, I, I my wife does not give me vitamins. I, I control who gives me what. <laughs>